back to For the Girls Podcast. My name is Edgar. And I'm Marlene. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. So today, we have a spooky special. A spooky special episode. Yes. So, it's a trigger warning for you. If you're the type of person that cannot listen to scary stories, watch scary movies, because in then nothing is right at night, then don't listen to this episode. Yeah, don't listen to it. You can just, uh, actually you can just unmute, like mute it, and then just look at us, because you know, this is the first episode that's gonna be on YouTube. I am so nervous. <laughs> Even though it's like, just, it's literally just a camera, and nobody's around us, it's just Edgar and I. But it's just like, now I'm like, oh my god, I have to stand up straight. Like. I have to look cute. Yeah, like, my hair has to be right in place. All kinds of things are <laughs> happening now. And now we're staring at the camera, just looking at our little reflection. Yeah, we have to remember not to look at the cameras because we have our phone cameras and we have the camera camera, and it's just like, should I look at myself? <laughs> we're trying to be, you know, we're trying to be official. Según eso. Yeah. You know, even, I don't know if you guys can see, but we got some spooky sweaters. Yes, we do. Um, my sweater is a little bit bigger than I thought, but it's fine because it's going to give me that, like, oversized comfy vibe. And that's the best. Comfy vibes are always the best. Yes. So, anyways, what's new, Edgar? You know, <laughs> last week was such a fucking mess. Let me... I just remember you never <laughs> Last week was a mess. I was supposed to go on vacation after work because I was going to go to Universal Studios. Um, but things happen. Um, I don't make control. Let's just say I was driving to work when I... You know, it wasn't my fault. It was the rain. It was deer's fault that went into, into the road, in the road, on the road, whatever. And I couldn't swerve. Because on the next lane, which was on the correct lane, there was a semi coming towards my way. So I couldn't swerve to that lane because I was like, if I do, I hit the... Like I either hit a semi or I hit a deer. I either die because the semi is coming real, real fast and real close or I hit the deer. And, you know, I decided to save my life and I hit a deer. The deer fell into the ditch, rolling, rolling. And I just kept going because I couldn't stop because there was nowhere to stop. I know. I was driving past that road, like, this weekend, actually. And I'm, like, thinking, oh, my God, what if I saw a deer right now? There's literally... There's nowhere to stop. You cannot pull to the side. No. Because there's, like, a ditch immediately on the side. So, yeah. like, the only way to pull over is, like, let's just say you get a flat tire. You have to keep rolling until you get to, like, one of those little canal yeah. areas. But when a deer is just there, then... Yeah, there was nowhere to go. There was nowhere to go, and so I just kept on going, and then as soon as I was able to stop, I stopped, and someone, uh, a total stranger, like, stopped, I'm like, hey, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, not my car, but I'm fine. <laughs> the deer's not. No, according to him, he said that he saw the, sorry, he saw the deer roll and then get up and start running again. Yeah, I mean, because I'm thinking, deer aren't small. No. And, like, your car's not, like, a freaking big old lift truck either you know so like I'm thinking if you would have ran it over like head-on it would have done some damage yeah. like your car probably would have been totaled probably 
And like when I saw the deer, I made eye contact with it. And I saw his whole life flash before his eyes. I saw him whenever he was born. Of course. I saw him, his mom licking him to go to school. What if? He was going to school. What if this is Bambi's mom? Well, Bambi's injured now. No, it was Rudolph. Because I saw the red nose. And I'm sorry if there's no Christmas. I'm sorry. I had to save my life. <laughs> so what you're driving right now is your rental. My, yeah, what I'm driving right now is my rental. I love my rental, you know. I'm like, you know, maybe... I know, I was looking at it and I was like, it's pretty nice. It's a, it's a really nice car. It's like, maybe once I'm done paying my car, I might get a Kia. It looked nice. At first I was like, wait, something looks different about Edgar's car. Because I had totally <laughs> forgot the whole incident. I'm like, wait, this is not his car. It's not my car. So yeah, so I couldn't go because I had to deal with all the insurance issues and everything. And it's just a mess. Like, dealing with insurance, like... Mm -hmm. I was calling my agent. He wasn't answering... And I'm like, mother crappers, like, come on, it's like, I need to get this whole issue, like, resolved. I need a car. And it was just a mess. And thankfully, he called, like, a couple of days later, and he was like, hey, I was sick. And he did sound a little sick, but still, it's like, thank you for calling me back. How many days later? Two. So you didn't have a car for two days? Oh, we had, I didn't have a car for one day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I thankfully haven't had anything that drastic. <laughs> Um, we went to the pumpkin patch this past weekend. I saw that. And it was so cute. And Gianna is obviously one. So like last year when we took her to the pumpkin patch, she literally had no clue what was going on because she was born in June and it was October. So June, July, August, September, October. She was either four months or about to be four months when we went. And so she literally was a baby who had no clue where she was at. But you know, I wanted to go for the pictures. And then this year, though, she actually knows, like, what's going on, and we got on the little, like, tractor thing, and then, like, the hayride, and she was loving seeing everything, and then, like, yesterday we went to Lowe's because I was looking for, like, big planters mm -hmm. for my plants, and everything Christmas is, like, yes. set up. So, she was, like, amazed by all the lights, and she kept pointing at all the Christmas trees, and then... They have like a row of like those inflatable oh, Christmas, yeah. like outdoor things, decorations. decorations. And she just was like obsessed with everything. So I can't wait for Christmas to come around and like going to see just lights in random neighborhoods and like she's probably gonna be obsessed. Probably. And that's what I love. I, it, I love it and hate it that they already have like all the decorations put up. It's like it's just so, it, it makes them, it makes me feel like they're trying to rush every holiday. Well, they do because, look, October's coming to an end. Yeah. And you and I have both worked in a retail store yeah. before. Like, I worked at Target right out of high school. and I worked at Target, Target and Home Depot. Yeah, so, so you saw, like, it's just like, you know, in the summer when everybody's on summer vacation and we're already setting up all the back-to-school stuff. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, freaking September and we're setting up for Halloween, Halloween. Yeah. and then like Halloween doesn't even come and we're setting up for Christmas yeah like that's just what it takes to sell some stuff I know and, you know we're gonna buy it true <laughs> <laughs> but it, I don't know it just makes me feel like we're they're like rushing us like oh buy this buy that and I'm just like dude I don't have money to buy anything. like please calm down I yeah. like paid every two weeks yeah like calm down please like be a little like I don't know. I can't be a speak. little sensitive. Yeah, be a little sensitive. That my I don't have a lot of money in my pocket right now. I'm poor. Okay. I know. <laughs>
But that's just how it has to roll. Imagine having a business. You I know. That too. I would. But I just wish I had my own place because I would want to decorate it the way that I want to. But now I don't. But you know, I say that I want to decorate the way that I want to, but I never do. I was just going to say that. Like, literally, Edgar lived on his own for years and years and years. And, like, I loved when he lived on his own because he'd be like, oh, we need to go, like, shopping for, like, home decor. Yeah. And he'd go all out. Like, the shopping was not the issue. He'd go all out and shop for his home. And then I'd be like, Edgar, have you put this up? Have nope. you put that up? Nope. Yeah. So, like, now <laughs> I have boxes. Full of decorations that were never open, that never uh, never built, never built, never hung, and I'm like, fuck. Well, now you are prepared for yeah. your next place. I just didn't have like every week. I, I wanted to change the aesthetic of every room. That's what's hard, <laughs> honestly, about decorating because again, back to the malita pobreza yeah. issue. You know, like <laughs> obviously, if I was like rich and had limited money, I would just go out and buy everything and start ordering everything and make sure that my house looks complete in like you know less than three months bam yeah everything everything that i want but the problem is that like we decorate like little by little so let's just say like for for example me it literally has taken me i don't know i've been in this house for three years now and it's literally taken me three years and still some of my walls are bare I mean, granted, obviously, like, after the year, we started we started remodeling, so then that took a whole other year. And so that year, I kind of, like, obviously didn't decorate while remodeling was going on. But but then, like, my house isn't even fully decorated. It's fully furnished, but not fully decorated. And I'm like, hmm, this is not my vibe anymore. Can I sell my couches? Can I sell my dining table chairs? Like, and, like, I'm not even done. Yes. Yeah. See that? You know what? That's freaking. Oh. That is. ¿Cómo se dice? Not retail. That's like. Fashion. No. <laughs> that's how the world continues making us yeah. spend. Like, it's not called the world. It's something. I need to find the word. And I keep seeing it on TikTok where it's just like. That's how we all fall for it. Like, you see all these trends, and that's the problem. It's a trend. Do not freaking buy trends because. I mean, when it comes to clothes, I guess, go for it, wear the trend for the year, next year buy new clothes, whatever. It's clothes. But like, when it comes to your home, buy the decor, buy the furniture that you like. Yeah. Don't fucking go look at what aesthetic is trending because then you are like, oh my gosh. Like when the whole farmhouse thing was going on. Great. Everybody went and bought farmhouse aesthetic. Their house is farmhouse. And I'm not saying you have to change it every freaking year when the trend's change like some people genuinely liked that style and still continue to like it but if you're following trends and then the following year was like modern farmhouse and all of a sudden 2023 comes and it's like if you have modern farmhouse and if you have like the gray wood um beetle or whatever yeah. like out of style ill and i was just looking at this and i'm like great <laughs> i just remodeled my home and it has that kind of flooring and now, and now it's not trendy, right? Luckily, I don't give a shit because I like my floor. But like, if you follow trends, you'll end up always being like, oh my god. You'll end up being poor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you'll end up being like, I want to change it, and I want to change it, and I want to change it again. So just stick to like, yeah, a little bit of trendy here and there, but mostly 
your own style, to be honest. Yeah, and that was my problem. It's like I wanted to follow every trend. I would go to Home Goods, I would go to Marshalls, TG Maxx, and every and Target, and I'm like, damn, I want this. But no, it doesn't. It won't fit my aesthetics for my room. Like all the ideas will clash, and I'm like, man, I can't do that. And then my baking cap said no. Yeah, and then like for example, you know. I don't know if you guys know, but I love Target and like Target home decor and all that stuff. And I specifically like Threshold and Hearth of Magnolia or whatever. Yeah, I think so. By what's, um, by, by John Gaines. Oh, yes. And Homegirl be like coming up with new stuff all the time. So every time there's like a new collection drop, I'm like, great. I want that. I want that collection <laughs> and my old collection got to go. <laughs> <laughs> You're either you have to have unlimited money or just like unlimited houses. Unlimited houses. No, it's just thirty houses. Thirty, so you can live in one house every day. No, that would be so stressful. True, but you can rent them all. And then kick them out every time I want to move in there. Well, on Airbnb, you can put like the dates that you don't want it to get rented because you're going to be living there. Oh, like an Airbnb yeah. style, yeah. I was going to say, because if I have like renters who like live there. Oh yeah, kick them out. They're like, hey. Every month. Every month. Like, hey, this day, I want to <laughs> I want to live uh, in Thank this you, house. but I like this, this aesthetic for the month of November. Yes. Yeah. get out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyways, we are going to get into some spooky stories. <laughs> In honor of spooky season, of course, we asked you guys to send us in all those little scary stories, all the little spooky moments you've had. And so today, we're going to read them. Today's a day, because you know, we have to do it. Prepare to be spooked. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> so again, trigger warning, for those of you that hate listening to these kinds of stories, Don't just, yeah. just mute it. Give us the play, mute it. Yes, give us the play and mute it. And just watch us just talk. Yeah. And just think of whatever, like, make your own conversations of whatever we're saying. But I mean, also, like, if you're listening to it in the morning, maybe by the end of the day, you will forget. Yeah, and then if you do forget, listen to it again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, should I start? Should you start? Let me start. Go for it. Spooky story number one, it's Me and my husband had rented a house since the moment we moved. Something about that house didn't give me a good vibe. But I really didn't pay too much attention to that because the only thing I wanted is to move in on our own with our kids. But when I would go to the kitchen, I felt a presence with me. I would start hearing footsteps. I would hear little kids' steps like if they were, <laughs> like if they were running. And it wasn't my kids because my kids were at school. So that's when I started feeling creeped out. One night, we went, to, we went to sleep. My husband and kids were in bed already, and lights were off. Out of nowhere, we hear this creepy laugh. Oh, I just got the chills. When I say creepy laugh, it was so scary, I tried to ignore it, but I just couldn't anymore. It was another night we were asleep already, I had, and I woke up and I couldn't move. I tried to scream and I just couldn't. I felt my body so heavy. I closed my eyes for three minutes and I felt normal. It was so scary. Then days passed and the kids' toys started moving mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and turning on by itself. I had a family member, family member come to my house. She really 
She threw me into paranormal activity investigation. She had told me that it was the Duendes and the only thing they wanted is to play with my kids and their toys. When she told me that, I had to move ASAP. I never in my life experienced nothing like this, but yeah, that's my spooky story. That's a no-go. That, mm -hmm. I think my, my thing is hearing or seeing a toy like play out of nowhere. It's like the most scariest thing ever. For some reason, like when I hear spooky stories and then you have kids involved in the spooky story, it makes everything 10 times freakier because I don't know if you've ever heard, but they say that like kids can see. Yeah, kids and animals can see. And because they're kids, they're not like scared of these like, I don't know, you know, spirits or presents or whatever the heck. I remember when we used to live in the ranch, my little brother was, so every room in my old house was connected. Like there was no hallway. So if you would want to go to the living room, not the living room, the restroom, you would have to cross from the, if you were in the living room, you would have to go from the living room to my parents' room, to my room, to the restroom. Oh yeah. Now I'm like trying to picture it. Yes. yes. So I remember one night we were sitting down in the living room. My little brother was, uh, was playing, uh, me and my little brother were playing and out of nowhere he like got on all fours and was looking at my parents' room and like immediately started crying. Oh. Everybody was in the living room. Like there was no one. And why do I remember the story like that he told me <laughs> when we were like, I don't know, we were in elementary or something. And like he started crying like and screaming and there was like no one in, 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 in the other rooms because we were all in the living room. Mm -mm. Like I, my ultimate fear has always been for Gianna to start pointing at something oh in the night and then I look over and there's nothing to look at. I would be fucking scared. <laughs> Hell yeah. Mm -mm. <laughs> No, thank you. I will move and burn the house ASAP. But do you believe in duendes? No. I've never seen duendes. I mean, obviously, like the ones that you can buy. So, how do you say duendes in English, real quick? Leprechauns? Yes. Leprechauns? I don't know. <laughs> elves? Little, yeah, little tiny elves, I guess. I don't know. But I. Okay, so when I was like a teenager and we used to go to Mexico, I remember like. I used to get my nails done like every freaking week just because they were way cheaper than like getting them done here and I just was a teenager anyways. So the girl that used to do our nails, her boyfriend believed in Duendes mm -hmm. and they used to buy them. Like they used to go and buy Duendes and they would like place them around the nail salon place like around the room and her boyfriend used to say que se movía and like like they would go to sleep and then wherever they placed them at, they wouldn't be there anymore. No. And I'm like, hmm, I don't know if I believe this. Like, <laughs> and I also don't want to go try it out. Yeah, like, I don't think no. I want to buy them to check it out. But like, I also don't believe they just come out. I don't know. Like, I, I've never seen one. I've heard of these stories like with my parents when in Mexico, but like, I personally don't believe in them. I. Low-key, I'm not gonna lie, I low-key believed in them, like, when I was a teenager, teenager, and, like, because I used to go and get my nails so often, and I remember I would, like, I would memorize, like, where some of these monos were placed, <laughs> and how they were not placed there anymore. Obviously, the owners could move them, yeah. and, like, then talk about it, whatever, but I always kind of felt like they did believe in them, so, like, I, I don't know. But, I'm skeptical about that. Yeah, but honestly, I am too. 
but of course if like like this person who experienced it um i'm sure she or he is probably they're freaking real fuck yeah and the whole laughing thing that's freaky i know just imagine like that's one of my biggest fears is like out of nowhere you're like everything's complete silence and out of nowhere you hear either like someone screaming someone laughing or someone or like a little kid laugh that's like, mm -mm, no girl. Like, have you ever heard cats in the middle of the night? How they sound like little kids? Oh my god, yes. That shit is scary. So at the old ranch, we used to have cats, and they would like freaking bite, and they would like they would sound like little kids like screaming. Yeah, or is it when they're doing it? I don't know. It's when they're doing it. And also the freaking coyotes, whenever they. Oh laugh. my. I remember one time <laughs> in the old house we were sleeping, and then I got I woke up to drink water, and then I don't know where I hear like. What I thought was people laughing. So I wake my mom up and I'm like, Mom, there's people outside laughing. And she's like, Those are coyotes, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I can already okay. listen to your mom saying that in Spanish. She was saying, Chip and the other yeah. fucking coyotes. <laughs> yes. Oh, next story. At my house, my mom told us that the lady that used to live here was sick and passed away in our living room. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we used to hear footsteps down our hallway, but then we turned to look and nothing is there. There has been another occasion when I was cooking dinner for my family while they watch a movie, and my garage door is next to my kitchen, and I heard the door open, and it was winter time, so I felt a cold breeze on my back. Mm. My sisters and brothers always forget to close the door, which I get annoyed easy because it is super cold in the garage. So I turn around to close the door, but the door wasn't open. It was locked, and everyone was sitting in the living room. I then ran to my mom and told her, Mom, did you guys go into the garage? And she looked at me confused and said, No, we're all watching the movie. No one has moved from here. And that's when I turned pale and almost fainted. I think that is the scariest thing that has ever happened to me. Ooh. And I think the most scariest thing for that is whenever you're the only person that experienced it. And the fact that, like, you already knew that you moved into a home where somebody passed away. Oh, yeah. And I think it's... I think they have to tell you once you're about to buy the house if something yeah. if there's a murder or someone dead at the house. And like obviously it isn't always like this tragic like death, you know. Sometimes yeah. people die of old age and obviously the people have homes and so maybe they die of old age in their living room or whatever. But I honestly believe that so I believe in spirits. Yeah. And I honestly believe that when somebody passes away in a certain home like their spirit can come around to visit or linger around if like they were really obsessed with their home or something in their home, I don't know. But I'm just thinking like, when I'm a spirit, I wanna go visit like <laughs> where I lived and like stuff like that. I don't know, like maybe the whole like garage thing, it's freaky, first of all, cause nothing should be happening on its own. But like, I feel like spirits wanna be like known and maybe it was a friendly spirit like it didn't do <laughs> any damage or like it scares you you know but i definitely believe that places where people have passed away um that alone can be low-key scary i think if i was a spirit i would want to scare people i think i would not want to be a like freaky spirit i would I just want to go visit the places I loved. Like, if I loved my home, and that's where, like, I brought up my family. Like, I'm thinking of my home now. Okay, yeah. 
you know, this is where Gianna was born. This is where, like, this was our first home that we bought, blah, 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 you know. I would want to come look at it. <laughs> and then, like, 20, 30, 40, whatever years after I pass away and be like, wow. This is how you have it decorated, or wow, you just tore down this wall. Yeah, well, look what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna tore down this freaking painting that you have. What I'm gonna do, I'm gonna open the damn garage yeah. and scare the shit out of you. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you're taking the shit. Well, guess what? I'm gonna <gasps> scare you, dude. That'd be scary. You know, okay, this, uh, tell me if you think about this. When I go to the restroom, I always feel like something is going to fucking grab my butt cheeks. <laughs> See, that's what I'm afraid of, about a snake, because it has happened before. I have ants in my house sometimes, and I'm like, what if ants start, like, biting my butt cheeks? Like, it's kind of scary. My thing was, whenever I was about to use the restroom, I was always afraid that there was someone in the tub, like, in the shower. Oh, okay. So I would, like, pull over the, yes. the little cortina, and I'm like, yes. okay, there's no one there. there. Uh, to this day, sorry to everybody who I've gone to your home. If I go to someone else's house and they have a cortina and everything's covered and I'm going to the restroom, the first thing I'm going to do is just like quickly open the cortina, take a little look, close it, and then do my business. Yeah. Because I always, especially at like family parties or just like parties where I've never been, one, I feel like what if there's some fucking freaky person behind this curtain and like I'm in the middle of my business and then they come out. Yeah. So that's literally my number one worry. And um, I was gonna say number two, but I think that's literally the only thing I worry about. Number two, what if there's a dead body? I don't know, just something. So yeah. I gotta take a quick a quick look. episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Before I came out to the public, I would always have these thoughts of how would people react and what would people say and if my close friends and families will push me away. These thoughts would give me so much anxiety. And I've struggled with anxiety all my life and I'm an overthinker at its finest. Most recently, I struggled with postpartum anxiety and I really think therapy would have helped me, especially because I would have felt less alone. Is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Regardless if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just a human who lives in this world who is going through a hard time, therapy can give you tools to approach your life in a very different way. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And this is an important mission because finding a therapist can be really hard especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out a few questions, BetterHelp can match you to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. 
It's easy to sign up and get matched with a therapist. There's a link in my description. It's betterhelp.com slash for the girls pod. Clicking that link helps support this channel, but it also gives you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp so you can connect with the therapist and see if it helps you. And because finding a therapist is a little like dating, if you don't really fit with that therapist, which is common thing with therapy, you can easily switch to a new therapist at no additional cost without stressing about insurance, who's in your network, or anything like that. So if you're struggling, consider online therapy with BetterHelp. Click the link in the description or visit betterhelp.com slash for the girls pod. If you guys notice any difference in the sound or anything, um, <laughs> I wasn't recording on a little microphone. I thought I did. I think I was just so like ready to start recording because it was our first time doing the whole YouTube thingy that I just forgot to put it and I just put record on my camera that... Yeah, we've never dealt with so many <laughs> gadgets all at once. Like, we had to turn on the lights so we can have better lighting. Then turn on his phone, my phone, like, record, hit record on my phone, his phone, the camera. And then Edgar forgot to hit record on the actual podcast. Yeah, and Zoom. then I forgot to... Re- um, well, I didn't forget. I lost the charger for my battery for my camera, so now we had to switch over cameras to my iphone camera which the iphone quality is fine yeah and honestly like we don't have to tell you guys but we want to just so that you know maybe when we hear ourselves back later on we're gonna see like our first uh attempt at recording (laughs) a video version of our podcast um it was a little it was a little rocky. It was. But we're here. Yes. We're here and better. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we have another spooky story. Are you guys ready? Did you just? <laughs> no, I did not. Something moved. Okay. Whatever. Is that what? whatever <laughs> makes you sleep at night? Oh, no. Anyways, next story. I had sleep paralysis once. It felt like there was a ghost behind me and I freaked out. But that's. That's been the scariest thing. Okay, so here's a thing of what I think of uh, the whole like sleep paralysis thing. I feel like the whole sleep paralysis thing happens for a reason. And what's your explanation? Like, what's the reason? Okay, so like I've experienced this where like you feel like, oh my gosh, like I can't get up. And you feel like you're in a bad dream and you just like your body can't turn or your body can't get up. And that is a scary feeling because then you then you start thinking like well like i've heard like people believe like oh my god se me subió like un muerto it's what i've heard like se me subió un muerto yeah like somebody's soul and i couldn't move and then you tell this to like the scientists and they're like no that's just sleep paralysis <laughs> you know and so it's just like how much is science and how much is is spiritual but I think, if you are a spiritual person. But I think when it comes to, like, science, they don't believe in, like, the spiritual world or the paranormal activity things. So, of course, they're going to be like, it's... Sleep paralysis. It's sleep paralysis. But, yeah, that's that's the thing. that like it, it just all depends how spiritual you are. Do you believe in souls? Do you believe in spirits? Do, do you believe in, like, your body being a... Like, yes, your body... 
has like organs that help you function and all this stuff but like do you believe that when you die your soul still remains like it all of this has to play a role in like these spooky stories because obviously if you don't believe and you're like straight up go by the science book then you know do you believe in love after love <laughs> yeah like do you because you know if you are only if you're only down the science path then i guess you won't be spooked tonight <laughs> no i believe no i have had moments where i had have had sleep paralysis and i think that's that's a scary thing because like you mm -hmm. wake up and you can't move and you want to do you want to scream you want to like start moving and you can't and you're just like paralyzed yeah so i'm just gonna say some story that happened to me that like relates to this and my mom kept trying to tell me it was sleep paralysis and i was like no girl like this shit was scary so this was a couple years ago in mexico so my parents have a house in mexico and whenever we go over like that's where i stay and there's in the house like i always had like my assigned room because it literally has my bed and stuff so growing up it was just me and my brother and then you know years later two more were born and so growing up um uh, my parents had their bedroom and then there was two more bedrooms we had another bedroom where like me and my brother would sleep and then that third bedroom um i think at the time my parents used to let somebody like i think one of my uncles and mm. his wife or something so they used to sleep there anyways that bedroom always freaked me out why i always felt weird in it i never wanted to sleep there and to be honest i never really had a reason but i just like I just didn't want to be there. And then that bedroom, you know how in, in Mexico, las casas tienen patios? Yeah. And like, there's not like really, it's such a big backyard. Well, our house in Mexico does have a backyard. Um, most of it is full of trees and dirt, but like there's a backyard. And anyways, and you know how like, in el patio es donde está like el lavadero. Yeah. And all that stuff. So that room has a window that faces that area. And I never liked it for that reason because I didn't want to look out my window and see anything. I just felt like I would see some shit. Being in and Mexico, I always felt like if there's anything spooky that's gonna happen to me ever, it will be in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I- Because Mexico's supposed to be the world of like La Llorona and like all these scary stories, like witches and a bunch of crap, you know? But I think I do agree with you. Like over there in Mexico, Los Baños, like to go to the restroom, like everything's open. Yes, like, at my parents' house, thankfully, they didn't leave. Like, you know how a lot of houses in Mexico, for some reason, you have to, like, go outside and then go walk to the restroom, yeah. like, literally, all, like, outside, and then there's a room randomly outside. Thankfully, my, my dad built the house in Mexico kind of, like, he claims that, like, since he had came to the U.S. already and he had seen how the homes were here, that's where he got, like, his idea. Mm. So everything's enclosed, like, the restroom's inside and everything's inside. But... That one room has a window that faces El Patio. And I didn't want no business looking out that window. So I never wanted to sleep in that room. So I always just felt this freaky thing about that room. I never wanted to be in it. Anyways, this one year, I get there and my brothers have already taken over my bedroom. So then I was like stuck in that, in that bedroom. And I literally got pulled out of my bed. Yes, have I ever told you this story? No. Dude, that shit was fucking scary. And I'm like sleeping 
And I used to sleep on my back. So this is something I do when I'm scared. I sleep on my back because I feel like that way I can react and I can see everywhere. Like versus if I'm sleeping like yeah. to one side, I'm only going to see that side. Or if I'm sleeping on my stomach, like it's going to take me forever to get up. So I would sleep on my back because this is how fucking scared I was of sleeping in that room. So I don't know if I called upon it because I was already like scared of that room. And I literally get pulled like by the... Oh God, I moved it. I get pulled like... Oh shit. Yeah. And I like it. I wake up and like just pulls me and I sit up and my mom's like are you sure like it wasn't sleep paralysis and I was like no because I remember in that moment freaking the hell out and I started looking everywhere in my room like who who did that and I remember looking down and my shirt was actually like this oh. girl. so like something fucking pulls me and so after that didn't want to sleep there I remember that night just like I don't even remember checking the time, to be honest. I should have checked the time. 3.33. <sighs> I remember, like, never wanting to sleep there anymore. So after that, I would sleep with the light on because nobody wanted to leave me their bedroom. And my parents, like, just thought I was being silly goofy. And my dad was like, hey, it's not a big deal. Like, no seas payasa. Like, it's fine. Like, it's there's nothing in there. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no. Like, F this. Like, that shit was so scary. And I literally looked at my shirt being pulled like there's something in this room and so my mom believed me though so my mom is like okay you can sleep in our room i didn't sleep in bed with my parents but like i would literally sleep on the floor in their room because i would prefer to do that and so remember i told you that like one of my uncles and his wife used to live there yeah and they would sleep in that room because we used to let them borrow our house when they first got married and so my mom's like we should go talk to your thea like, see if she ever experienced anything. Did and she? my aunt lives a few houses down from us in that same street. And yes. Oh, shit. She says that she used to experience, like, hearing things through the wall or, like, a little girl. I guess a little girl passed away in the house next to that house. And her room was located right behind that bedroom. Oh, damn. So she's, like, she said that they would experience, like, hearing things and, like, stuff like that so she believes it was like her her soul roaming around playing or whatever i don't know okay playing some games uh, pulling your shirt it's called a game Uh, Um, let me tell you after that i think i didn't go to mexico for two years one because i probably didn't have money or something (laughs) enough money to go two i probably did have enough money to go but also i was like if i'm gonna sleep in that freaking room no Hell no, I am not going. And so then I didn't go like two years later, but then I was married. So Hmm. then obviously we needed a bed that was like for Rodolfo and I. So thankfully we got back to my bedroom and then everything was fine. (laughs) And I was like, I had totally forgot about this story and I was thinking about it yesterday night. And I'm like, oh my God, like time heals everything (laughs) because I have forgotten. But that is probably the scariest thing i've ever ever encountered Mm-mm. that shit was fucking spooky and especially when my aunt was like oh yeah like you know this and that happened and this little girl passed away and we used to hear this and i was like oh that's it validation that room is spooky no that no no thank you i would rather just not sleep there yeah so anyways next story my turn yeah you read the first one. Oh. Okay, so is it the house was haunted? No. What? 
It's the scariest thing. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No? Yes. Why? Right oh. there. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Um, somebody moved my outline. Hmm. It was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it was you. It was your sleep paralysis. Oh, no. It says... The scariest thing that has happened to me was when I was about 8 to 10 years old. Me and my parents lived in Mexico at this time. I remember my mom went out to buy us dinner. So I was at the house with my younger sister. I remember that I heard some noise in the kitchen, so I assumed my mom was back from dinner. So I opened the door from the room, which oversees the kitchen, and when I opened the door, I saw this black hood lady in the kitchen. Chills ran straight through my spine and closed, and I closed the door shut. After what appeared to be hours, which was only a couple of minutes, my mom came back from getting his dinner, and that was the scariest shit that has ever happened to me. Oh, my God. I think seeing something. Thankfully. No, I've never seen yes. something. Thankfully, I, have ne- I haven't seen anything, but I think if I ever did, I will fucking shit my pants right there, right then, and fucking run outside. I have experienced, like, that whole thing that I experienced in Mexico where, like, they literally lifted me. Like, it felt like if somebody would have just grabbed me from my shirt and pulled Mm -mm. me from my chest and, like, I saw the shirt. Like, it looked like this. And um, that shit was scary. But I didn't physically see somebody. And I've experienced other scary things, but I don't physically see a a lady, a man, or nothing. Like, if if I were to see something like that, Mm -mm. um... I don't know. I would, I, I would throw some hands. <laughs> <laughs> throw some hands at the air. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready to fight? Or, or I would run away. <laughs> no, but I think, I think things do, like scary things do happen in Mexico. I don't know. I, and maybe it is that the fact that like everybody always tells you like when you were a kid, like, oh, cuando vivíamos en México, like my dad always tells stories that, that que miro brujas. My mom tells stories that, like, some, I guess, in El Rancho, some, what do you call turkeys? Some freaking, what do you call turkeys in Spanish? Guajalote? No. Gua, yeah. Que los guajolotes oh, se yeah. convertían in, like, like, that there was this, like, evil men that were, like, perverted. Y que las viejitas del rancho decían que se convertían en guajolotes. What the hell? Really? And they would go between, like, las faldas de las señoras and all this stuff. And, like, my mom tells these stories, like... She truly believes him. And then my dad claims that, like, one day he was, like, super pissed at my grandma because she sent him to do something. Like, and, you know, they lived in a rancho, yeah. so if you needed water, you needed whatever, it was, like, kind of a walk. And he was fucking pissed. And he's like, and I was so mad that on my way over there, like, mire una bruja. And she was, like, flying over me, and she started laughing at me. And, like, oh he's like, and I never forget that. And just, like, I think hearing all these stories made me think, like, well, I've never experienced anything like that over here. Like, for sure, if I'm going to sp- experience something spooky, it's going to be in Mexico. Yeah. And, I think, and maybe I just put that in my head, and that's why it happened. <laughs> I remember my dad was telling us one time that uh, I think well, he was in Mexico in the ranch. I think he was working, or I don't know what, what he was doing. And he noticed, like, a big eagle, like, flying, trying to, ca- to like, catch him. Yeah, see, like, these kinds was, of stories. And it was, like, this big eagle. Like, it wasn't, like, your normal eagle. Like, it, it was, was like freaking, a huge bird. It was a huge, huge bird, like, trying to come towards him. So he had it, like, running through some vines so the bird couldn't get him. And then my tias would tell us that one time in the ranch, they saw a dog that was converting from, like, one dog to two dogs. 
and going back to one dog yes like that whole converting like, like of animals yeah. i've heard it so much from like my dad and my and my aunts and my mom and like i'm like it's so this is the kind of stuff that would happen in mexico yeah no thank you i don't want to go to mexico no more <laughs> no but obviously it could happen anywhere that and is true. it's just the fact that obviously our parents are from mexico so the stories are going to be in mexico yeah you know but next one there was one night that i went to sleep and was woken up by someone screaming outside of my window it was late at night like around 3 a.m it sounded like a lady and it made me shiver and i was so scared la llorona Ooh, have you ever experienced la llorona yes really where in mexico oh my god Ay, mis hijos. but um you know how they say que dice so like mis yeah. hijos or whatever like no it was just like this one day that it was my cousin and i and we had gone to go get our hair done and it was like super late it, i don't know it was it was dark already so let's just say like 9 10 and it was like at the edge of town and we were we were walking back to like our grandparents house and you know we were teenagers with no cell phones so nobody could pick us up so we had to walk and on the way to our grandparents house we started hearing like oh like and that that sound started getting louder and louder and louder until like we i remember looking at her and we just fucking froze literally like our bodies just froze and i remember like i remember that i could think and i was like oh, i need to run and i couldn't run and then once i was like I don't know i guess i unfroze i like started running and i booked it and i remember looking back like where is mm -hmm. that sound coming from and i didn't see anything but that sound was getting louder and then i turned to my cousin and we just fucking booked it and ran all the way home no so <laughs> it was scary <laughs> my uncle he did see la llorona it was he saw he saw the llorona and where was it at it was in mexico <laughs> <laughs> so i remember he was telling us a story that he was i think he he went to the plaza and then he was like going back home and it was like at the middle of the night like one two in the morning and he was like the whole street was empty and then he saw that there was a lady coming towards his way and he's like you know what like i'm gonna hide away i'm gonna hide in this corner and then whenever she comes in i'm gonna fucking scare her and i'm gonna fucking sacarle un pedo oh my god <laughs> so he was like waiting there waiting there and then he would like peek and he would still see the lady walking and he's like okay like like i'm gonna scare her so good and then out of nowhere he hears the scream like he doesn't hear the like he heard no the, it's just like a uh, yeah he heard like that it's scream just freaky and whenever he like looked the peak like took a peek on, on the street the lady was not fucking walking like she was floating oh in midair no. and he was like el que le sacó el pedo fue a mí. so he oh, fucking God. booked it like to my grandparents house i'm like damn see like i never want to see anything and <laughs> um, that would that's a whole other thing listening to things having things happen mm, but seeing a presence like that's mm -mm. freaky no that's freaky. scary okay enough of love enough of these scary stories we're going to take a quick little break so you guys can recuperate and be ready for more it's gonna be more spooky. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. We are back for more spooky stories. <laughs> <laughs> more spooky stories. Spooky, spooky. We should do Skeletons. We should do ASMR.
horror stories like this. Oh, no. I actually, <laughs> I would be kind of down. Mm-hmm. Next story. I think there's a ghost or home-bodied spirit that likes to sit in my leather chair in my office. Sometimes I see her just before I turn the light on. And she's just sitting there, sometimes resting her head on her hand. She reminds me of a peaceful Llorona-style lady with veil and long hair. Maybe it's a long-lost mother just trying to get a break from her ghost kids so she keeps me company while I do my nails and watch (laughs) Twilight movies. I don't know. She does no harm, but I respect her space. I turn the light off and make sure to keep the door locked, just in case if I'm right. Mm -mm, A peaceful Llorona (laughs) style. No, that's so scary. The fact that you are like, (laughs) I respect her. This is her space. Let me close it and lock the door so that she does not come out of this space. No, but like, oh no, hell no. I would want to throw hands. You know, but I'm telling you, I feel like, like, like any person, you know how like there's people that give you bad vibes. Yeah. I feel like there's spirits that give you like, like how this one, like peaceful vibes where it's just like, you know what? Yes, she's there. And... She's in my space, but I guess it's her space. Like, I respect it. Like, no me hace nada. Um, it's, I feel like spirits give off vibes. They do. And I, I remember one time here at this house that we live right now. Oh, it's like here at my house? No, at my parents' house right now. Um, when my sister used to live with us, uh, I think we painted her room purple. So she couldn't sleep in that room because, like, it was fresh paint. So she was sleeping in the master bedroom. And it was, and we decided to have a slumber party. It was, my sister, my little brother, me, and my mom in that master bedroom, and we were sleeping. And there was two beds there, so I think my mom and my sister were sleeping in one bed, and then me and my little little brother were sleeping in another bed. I don't know what it was, but we were sleeping in two beds. And my sister woke up, and she said that she saw this white spirit, like white shadow, like at the edge of my bed where I was sleeping, and walking towards the closet. And she said, she said that she didn't feel scared. She felt at peace. But still, I'm just like... Yeah, see, because then I feel like... Here's me and my beliefs. <laughs> I feel like some spirits are, like, friendly spirits. Yeah. And then, to top it off, I feel like some of those spirits may be, like, family members. Like, Probably. I don't know, tu abuelita or... A cousin you really like loved, or a friend that passed away and you guys were close. I don't know. Like, I feel like you'll never really know. But to me, when I've experienced, because I could go on and on about things I've experienced, and when I've experienced like friendly little things or what I consider friendly, like no me da miedo. I'm just like, oh, this and this happened, and people would be like, oh, like f that. Like that shit sounds scary. And but in that moment, I don't feel scared. So then I. The person I first think of is who I think it is. Like, if I first think of my uncle, I'm like, oh, it's my uncle visiting me. Oh, it's my grandma. It's, like, whoever has passed away that I loved so much and yeah. I think about in that moment, that's who I think it is. Hmm. You know what's scary? I remember one time um, when our high school teacher passed away, mm-hmm. our Spanish teacher. I remember the night that she passed away, I was sleeping and I was dreaming about her. And I'm like, oh my god! I and you didn't know she had passed away. I didn't know that she passed away, and I was like, oh my god! And in my dream, she was like telling me that she missed me, that I was one of her best students, which you know I was. <laughs> of course, <laughs> uh, of course, I was. <laughs> no, but like in my dream, she was like she was wearing all. I what I remember is that she was wearing all white, and whenever I in my dream there was like a white shiny light behind her, and she came in and she was like, Edgar, like te extraño bien mucho, eres uno de mis mejores estudiantes, blah blah blah, and I felt that peace. Like in my dream. 
And when I woke up, I'm like, oh my god, like I miss her. Like I maybe I should like. That's so weird that you had a dream of her. And I'm like, maybe I should go visit her in high school, like one of these days. And it was during COVID. I'm like, maybe I don't know. And then because again, you didn't know she had passed away. Yeah, I didn't know. And I think hours later, we get a text message that saying that she passed away, and I'm just like. Was she just like visiting me saying goodbye? I'm like, that is, I don't know. I believe in that kind of stuff. Cause like she was wearing all white and there was like a white light behind her. And I didn't know that she like just passed away that day. That's weird. I know. So I'm just like, and I took it as like, she was visiting me, like saying goodbye and going to heaven. Wow. <sighs> Spirits. But yeah. Next one. Supernatural, supernatural sighting. Our mom claims they saw duendes back when they used to live in El Rancho. A little girl and boy dressed in white. See what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's the whole rancho thing in Mexico. It's all Mexico. Don't go to Mexico if you want to get scared. Go to Mexico if you want <laughs> no, to have parties. No, just go to Mexico <laughs> and stop thinking that there's scary shit because newsflash, there's scary shit everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, look at me right now. I'm scared. <laughs> Next one. Why does this thing keep moving? Oh. I moved it. Yeah, you're the one that has to move it. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Back in the day, I used to live in Salida, and there was one night when my whole family was asleep. At about 3 a.m., we heard a really horrible scream cry, and I can't explain it other than, like, someone in agony. Mm. It moved... It moved from my sister's room all the way to my room window. It lasted a couple of seconds, but it woke everyone up. My dad walked outside with the dog. However, the dog did not want to go outside. My dad saw nothing, and there was nothing outside the backyard nor the front yard. The next day, we all woke up with faces of disbelief from what we heard. My parents asked the neighbors if they heard anything, and no one did. That is scary. And you know, they also say that dogs see things. Yeah, but here at least, like, yeah, the neighbors say they didn't hear anything, but, like, your whole family heard yeah. it. So, like, that's validation that you're not crazy yeah. number one and <laughs> that like you were the family meant to hear this unfortunately that is scary and you know something just happened yesterday a freaky thing yeah so talking about dogs so i was in me and my little brother were in the living room and we were playing with dobby and then out of nowhere dobby my little brother is in the floor and he's petting him and dobby just sits up and is looking at the hallway and he's growling He's like, he's like, he wants to park. And we're like, <laughs> that was a great impression. <laughs> <laughs> that was Dobby. Um, and he's just like looking at like straight, like his ears are like perked up and he's just like sitting there, like trying to growl and bark at the same time. And me and my little brother, like look at the hallway and there's nothing. And we're like, what the hell? So then my little brother starts petting Dobby again and he's like licking him all over. And then he stops again, sits right back up and is looking at straight at the entrance door and does the same thing. And we're like, the thing with dogs I'm like, is, what the fuck? is they like to call wolf. Is that how the say? What's what's the say? I, call wolf. I don't know. I I think they see stuff. I, I know. I believe that they could see things, but just speaking from my experience with my dogs, like sometimes, like my so my house is very like lit up. Like there's a lot of light that comes into this house, and sometimes cuando pasan los carros, it like creates a shadow. Like, especially for my door. So my door also has, like, a like a window thing. Um, but we have it, like, it's, what do you call it? Tint, um, tint, not tinted. Not tinted. It's um, obscured. Yeah. So, like, people from the outside can't look inside. Anyways, 
it causes like a weird reflection inside my house when cars pass by or things like that. And Millie and Charlie will go freaking wild and start like barking hella loud. And I used to freak out when I first moved in because obviously it was like a new place for me to live in. But now it's just like, there they are, <laughs> proving me right. Uh, yeah, they be barking at some shadows. They are barking at like a freaking fly that came out of nowhere and it's just like i don't believe them anymore but i like this is not the first time that he has done it i remember the first time i was in my the master bedroom and you know how the master bedroom has the hallway mm-hmm. that goes that you can see directly to the restroom yeah so every door was closed and everybody was in the master bedroom like playing with dobby and your mom doesn't have like a like not loose or something no like every light was off like not mm-hmm. lot, uh, off the hallway light was off but then the living room light was on. So, but he like sits there and starts barking out of nowhere and oh. doesn't want, and we're like, what the hell? So we're like, looking. put him in the restroom and close the door so, and see oh. if he barks. And then we threw his toy so he can go and he didn't want to go to get his toy. He was like barking aggressively. That's crazy. And I'm like, Mm-mm, girl, don't do that. Please don't do that. No, no, no. Next one. Uh, so our house was haunted. Creaky doors and floors. Things would move. Noises. All the shit. During that, th- <laughs> during that time, <laughs> during that time, one night I was having a nightmare where there was a little kid chasing me. De- uh, demonic looking thing. And when he got me, he started choking me. I couldn't breathe. And I was waking up, but I still couldn't breathe. After a while... Of crying, I told myself that it was part of the dream, and that was the only reason why I woke up not being able to breathe. A few hours later, there are bruises on my neck. Ooh, little hands bruises. Okay, bye. The end. Fuck this story. I still get the chills. <laughs> I like how they <laughs> worded it at the end. And I, oh my god, I get chills. Oh, that is freaky. Uh, no. Thankfully, I haven't had any like experiences where I get like bruises or anything like that because nothing has happened to me like that. But I did have an experience in Mexico. Oh my gosh! When was the last <laughs> time you went to Mexico? It was the last time. It was 20, 2010 going to twenty eleven. That's wild. I remember. So in the house that we live in Mexico, we my aunt lives there. So my aunt and her family have one room, and then me and my family have a, the master bedroom, which is a big master bedroom that has like three to four beds in there so we were all sleeping and i was sleeping in my own bed and i woke up out of nowhere and i remember i was looking to the wall and out of nowhere i felt to the window to the wall out of nowhere i felt like this like i heard this scream and you know when somebody's like really close to you to your ear like you get you Uh feel the breath i felt that so i quickly got up to look who it was thinking that it was my little cousins like playing a joke on me nothing like it was completely there was no one everybody was in their bed sleeping and i'm like oh hell no so i laid back in bed put the covers over my head and i still felt like someone like a presence behind me there probably was and there probably was so i started like praying like Padre Nuestro que en el cielo, and blah, blah. <laughs> i started praying and then at the end i was like you know what chinga tu and then as soon as they said that <laughs> The presence of someone being there. Dude, why does everyone say, like, (laughs) I remember my grandma, so, you know, RIP. But she used to always say, like, si sientes algo or algo te pasa, like, mientales la la madre. Mientales la madre. 
Like, they'll leave right away. That's what you got to do. And my mom always was like, Tienes que rezarles. Like, no están en paz. Rezales un padre nuestro. And my grandma be like, Viento de la madre. And I'm well, like, <gasps> I did both. Uh, what if they come after me for saying that? <laughs> I did both. I started praying. And I still felt the presence. <laughs> like, please go back. Yeah. And then... Well, they didn't leave. So I said... Tu madre. Yeah. Chinga tu. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I was trying to be peaceful with you. And you weren't respecting me. So I'm going to rayarte tu madre. <laughs> but thankfully, we've never seen. True. And like how this last story where like she had little hand bruises, like that is freaking freaky. Thankfully, we haven't had that either. True. But like as you know, what Edgar and I have told a bunch of stories that happened in Mexico, but like all these stories that were sent in, some of them had locations. We just kind of took them off. Um, they are all happening here in the U.S., just letting yeah. you guys know. I think, I don't know. You know, you know what I want to do? What? Go to a graveyard at Hell night. no, I will not do that. <laughs> I'm so... I you mean, are... That's disrespectful to them. To Like, I feel like that's just disrespecting them. I don't think so. I will not do that. <laughs> no, thank you. I always wanted to record, like, in the house, like, paranormal activity, ghost hunters... In your own home would yeah. not be fun to be watching any of that in your own home. It would. And then I would leave and be like, Hell I'm not coming no. back. <laughs> so that was all for today's spooky special. Scary stories. I hope you're a little spooked right now. I hope you feel like this is a little mean, but I hope these stories were so good that you feel like you can't really sleep well tonight that you kind of feel like you might need to leave a little light on you might need to watch a funny movie after this to make you forget some of these spooky stories i feel that they were that good i mean not that i feel that they were that good even though they were i hope they were that good to you and i think if like also if you can't sleep just listen to our old episodes (laughs) (laughs) yeah it'll make you feel better yeah but some of these i mean all of these were all of these were scary. Yeah. But we're recording early in the day. We are. So, you know, we still got to eat at some point. We still, like, have the rest of the day to forget about these stories. I, I won't because I have to edit. So oh. I would have to listen to it. <laughs> oh, Anyways, well. Anyways, well, follow us. Follow us everywhere. On Spotify. On Apple. On whatever any (laughs) any platform where you listen to pandora where you listen to music you can you can follow us on all of those things so literally there is a follow button that you can click so that you're following our podcast and you can also hit the little like i don't know if apple has this because i listen to my podcast through spotify spotify has like a little like a little doorbell thing to notify you? Yeah, so that it notifies you. So hit that. I don't think there is for Apple. No? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, well. No, I, I think once you follow it, because I have... It notifies you? It notifies you, because I follow... Um, uh, I follow on Apple. I follow uh, Well Till Nine and Pretty Not Basic. And they notify me every time oh. I get a... We get... There's a new episode. I follow all of them through Spotify just because I paid for Spotify. And give us a rating, a five-star rating, of course. Yeah, it's five-star. Give us a rating. You can also give us a review, like actually type out a review. But if you're feeling like, you know what, I just feel like rating and not typing. If you feel like typing, type away. Go for it, yeah. But if not, give us a rating because the more ratings we have, the more we pop up to like people. 
and follow us on instagram and tiktok and pretty soon our youtube youtube and youtube our username in youtube is the same thing as tiktok which is for the girls podcast okay yeah we were supposed to have everything the same but you know one of them was stolen i messed up (laughs) yeah anyways we hope you have a great rest of the week we hope that this was spooky but like it didn't you know it doesn't spook the whole week for you and i hope you have a great halloween because you know halloween's going to be in a couple of days it is and be safe out there y'all yes be safe out there bye bye